This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we're so packed uh, today, Friday, 4 August, uh, Year of Lord 2023. Thank you for uh, keeping it steady on the dial uh, for the fourth hour of the War Room today, the late afternoon, early evening show. We're going to start with um, too much to do to even do a cold open. I got Gunny, Sonny Borelli. Uh, Gunny Borelli. I want to go back. You guys put out some proclamation or, or some sort of um, alert from senators. I think it was a committee or it was you, uh, Senator Rogers, others. But then just a couple of days ago, reason we're going to have you on here, Mojave County, the great folks over in Mojave County, I think the supervisors voted against all paper ballots, and they had two reasons. First off was cost. They said, hey, we're broke. It's going to cost us a million dollars. We can't do it. But they also mentioned the efficiency of it. Uh, Gunny Borelli, can you walk us through exactly what's happening in Arizona? Because you've seen over the last couple of days, we don't have an option. And Caroline Wren's going to be here in a second. We don't have an option. We have to win in 2024. Yeah. So what's going on with paper ballots hand count in uh, in Arizona, sir? Oh, first off, we need to make sure that we have free and fair elections, period, that it's not uh compromised by a, a machine that nobody has any kind of oversight over. Right, the Senate passed a con Senate concurrent resolution 1037, which actually outlined all the irregularities that we found over the last three years. And prior to the last, prior to that, all the, the problems with electronic voting systems. You know, Secretary of, of Homeland Security has said that in 2017, elections are part of critical infrastructure and therefore they should have the same standards for cybersecurity of that of our weapon systems. So we passed that resolution out of the Senate and the House concurring, and it went, got transmitted to the Secretary of State's office. And that's, you know what, we wanted to expose this stuff to show the counties that they have cover and cause and reason to be able to take those electronic voting systems and not use them because they're not mandated to be used by law. So therefore, if they're not mandated to be used by law, you can do a 100% hand count of paper ballots. Right. Our, um, unfortunately, Mojave County supervisors voted against to do a hand count of the paper ballots because the election director, a county employee uh, staff, came up with a plan that was so cumbersome that obviously I would have been saying, no, you can't use that system because that system is cumbersome. He took seven people to do uh, 850 ballots. It took them forever and there was mistakes. You're right. I watched him do this. Uh, he gave us a, you know, a, a demonstration. And so that's ridiculous because you're going to have mistakes when you go down an entire ballot. I propose that you do a team, separate teams for separate races, and you, you do it that way. And, of course, he said it's going to take 245 or 250 people to do that. I said, well, that's not a problem. I've already got 300 people that literally signed up within a matter of a week, signed up to volunteer, and we just started. So... To come up with these roadblocks and speed bumps and all these other excuses to not do it 
Now, look, you know, I was in the Marines, and when we heard the word can't, can't means won't. And that's exactly what the election director wanted to do was he didn't want to do it. So he wanted to come up with, a, you know, a very egregious, you know, difficult thing to do and, and to obviously give all the reasons to vote no. And, of course, one of the supervisors is concerned about the cost because uh, they would have to rent the county uh, fairgrounds to do this, which is ridic ridiculous. Why does the county have to rent the county facility that they already own? So, I mean, it was all garbage. It was all BS. At the end of it all, no matter what, no matter how they spin it, okay, what we have here is literally elected officials at the county level have surrendered their authority to unelected staff employees to protect a third-party vendor that has zero oversight. A hand-count paper ballot gives 100% transparency of the election. Actually, it might even reduce the challenges on recounts because we're talking five people or seven people per team. Have you have to unanimously agree that candidate A got a vote? Pure and simple. So the only thing that is transparent here is they don't want transparency. Pure and simple. But the, the most, like I said, the most egregious offense is an elected official by the people to protect the people and serve the people, not serve the county staff or employees or whatever that apparatus is. Same thing on the on the city level, you know. And I see this all the time in government, where elected officials just go along with whatever the staff says. Well, you know what we call that staff infection. You know, if you got good staff, it's one thing, you know, to listen to them, but you know, they, the mindset should have been with come up with a plan that can be done working with party officials, volunteers that will alleviate all the logistical needs and, and problems that you that may arise. And the reason why I love to, to go for Mojave County first was our election department is, you know, our election director, he's a very diligent guy. He's been there for a long time, got a lot of expertise, very experienced. And there's a guy I can trust that's going to make sure that he's going to supervise it and make sure it gets done properly. So I have full faith, faith and trust and confidence in Mr. Tempert, but I wanted him to use his expertise to actually sort of to actually supervise a process that would make sure that everything is done properly because he's got that expertise. He's got 20 years of, of experience here in Mojave County, for God's sake. So, you know, unfortunately, at the end of the day, that's exactly what it is. The most egregious violation of an elected official is surrendering their authority to uh, unelected bureaucrats to protect a third party vendor because it's not mandated to be used. These machines are not mandated by law to be used as a as a primary source. It may use, it's not shall be used. So if you're not mandated to use the machines of any sort, okay, how else would you do it? See, what we're relying here on is making sure that the electricity is staying on to make sure that they're running our elections. But to surrender your authority to a third party vendor that has zero oversight uh, is completely uh, off the charts, uh, major offensive to anybody. Republican, Democrat, independent, I don't care. Bottom line is that you surrendered your authority that we've given you to be able to do to protect the people, not protect the government staff or that apparatus. You're here to represent the people. Got you know, it's, it's so anyway, sorry for going on attention. The Democrats have been coming after me and uh, uh, Senator Rogers and myself, along with their, their mainstream media propaganda partners, attacking the hell out of this, which just makes me laugh because, wow, 
here's somebody that, well, the media wants transparency, but yet they don't want transparency on, on the elections. The elections don't belong to us elected officials. They belong to the people. And the call to action is they need to step up, go to their county elected officials, and demand to go to hand count paper ballot, pure and simple. But you know what? They just don't need to demand it. They need to step up and volunteer and do it for free, for free, for free. I call on our uh, several veterans. Look, you had to pick up a rifle. Guess what? All you got to do now is pick up a pen and mark. Candidate A gets a tick mark. Candidate B gets a tick mark. Pure and simple. You do the hand count, paper ballot, pure and simple. Sorry. Danny Borelli. I had my, no, no, no. It's uh, it's perfect. That's that's I wanted to. St- a lot of control, so. We wanted to ja- we we wanted to jack you uh, get you jacked up. Um, here's what you got to help me out with. Uh, the the whole world is watching Arizona. The whole world is watching uh, Mojave County. The um, you've got the 2020 election start. The big steal started in Arizona on global television with Fox in 2022, Carrie Lake and both Trump and Carrie Lake are kind of global figures. What's going to happen? I mean, can Mojave County be on one? If you can't get it done in Mojave County, how are you ever going to get it done in the rest of the state places like Phoenix and Tucson? Well, for, to that point, uh, Senator Rogers and myself, we've already gone to Gila County, spoke to their board of supervisors, laid out all the evidence of everything. And, uh, show them what they can do. And as a matter of fact, Wednesday, we went to Pinal County. Next week, we're going to another county. So we're doing a road show on this and uh, going throughout the entire state. And we're trying to get this in front of every county supervisor we can. Uh, once again, the media's attacking us. I mean, they're literally trolling us. I mean, it wasn't, wasn't very long after we did the uh, presentation of Pinal County. It was already in the Cap Times yellow sheet. Uh, they're bashing us in the Arizona Mirror, which is really not even a, a newspaper. They're an online uh, news source that's actually backed by a nonprofit back east in the Carolinas. So, you know, this is, you know, when we're talking fake news, it's just the mainstream media propaganda partners. So, and the Democrats using it. And Adrian Fontes, the Secretary of State, has already laid out, the, he's thrown the gauntlet down in any county that wants to oppose, uh, um, you know, the electronic voting systems. They're going to get challenged and sued in court. Well, that's what bullies do. I'm just trying to, get to empower that the county supervisors have the authority to do this and they have to have the courage to do this. Now, you know, I've been told that the uh, on the judiciary side of things where, uh, you know, it's been put out there that any lawyer that steps up to challenge any elections is going to be uh, sued and sanctioned and disbarred. And so, I mean, if, if that isn't fascism and tyranny, I don't know what is. <laughs> it's ridiculous. People need to step up. Well, it's sure. But, 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 but it's sure it's short. It's fa- it's sure it's fascism. So give me the call to action. What are people in Arizona supposed to do? And what what is this vast audience throughout the United States? What 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 do you want people to do? Because we, we got to reverse this. We got to if you don't get these machines out in uh, Arizona, you're not going to have a free and fair election. So how how can how should we do it? You know, every cybersecurity computer person that I've known that, that I've, I've met and they, these are experts, they've all said that, you know what, just because it goes scan through a machine, it gets in the computer. You have, don't know how it actually got scanned, you know, the vote was, you know, counted as cast. Even the Democrats in the 2020 Democratic Party platform said, you know, they demand that every every opportunity should be to, to afford the voter that every vote is, is cast and counted uh, as, as cast. Well, you don't know to verify, you can't verify that in, in a computer. So every computer expert says, 
that's you know that these things are not reliable and we need to go back to hand count paper ballots so and even Kamala Harris said it when she was a senator uh, in a Senate hearing when she was a senator that says oh my god right in front of me and staff they hacked into these machines we need to go back to paper ballot hand count this is a no-brainer so the call to action is this contact your county board of supervisors and demand that they go to a hand count paper ballot here's another thing from Maricopa County Maricopa County is scheduled to renew their contract with Dominion in March, April timeframe. So we need to, de to demand that. Save the money. Don't renew the contract. The systems are have, have flaws in it. You want to restore confidence in the elections? Go back to the local precinct and count paper ballots. If they want to do a ballot on demand, guess what? It doesn't matter if it's if it's doesn't if it's uh, printed off on a different size. It's still a paper ballot. And it can be counted, and that is the receipt it, of an actual vote, not a data. Is is Mojave 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 people know that you don't have to make the argument for this audience about paper ballots. Can Mojave County be reversed? Yes, 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 yes. It can. It can be. And how would back. you recommend? How do you recommend people do that? People need to contact all their boards of county, every county supervisor uh, in Mojave County. They need to call Gila County, Pima County. Pinal County, they need to call every county in Arizona. And they, do, they need to convince and, and tell these tell their boards of supervisors, this is what you're supposed to be doing and representing us, the people. This is what we want. We want to make sure we want to restore confidence in the elections. And guess what? This might even alleviate the problems of recounts because the recount is, is because of the recount of the, of the machine. See, the, the data that's in the machine, you got to go back to a paper ballot. If you have a 100% paper ballot hand count, and if you want to run it through a tabulator to make sure the numbers are right, go for it. Go for it. We want to make sure it's right, regardless of who wins or who loses. The people demand total transparency. They're entitled to it. It's their birthright. That that ballot is their currency as an American citizen. And when it comes to cost, Gunny give me a break. That, that, that money's been paid for Gunny by blood and treasure of our predecessors. Gunny Brelly, where do people go to find out more about you at your website and social media? Because I can tell yeah, you, I don't really don't go much on social on media. One. I'm on I'm on Instagram. I'm on uh, Twitter. I don't really interact with a lot of people. I'll post something every now and then, but uh, I'm just staying focused on this because I don't need the distractions. Uh, people need to. Bottom line is this: they need to contact their county board of supervisors because they have the authority to do this. They don't have to be told. The legislature doesn't need to enforce this and force it on them. They have the authority. That's the big myth that everybody's been perpetrating by the Democrats and the mainstream media and the propaganda partners that this can't be done. Can't means won't. They have the authority to do this. You know, so the machines are not mandated by law to be used in the first place. If you can't use if you're not mandated to be used it, how else would you count the ballots? Simple as that. And people, if Sonny you get Borelli. a system, don't wait to the last minute to drop your ballot off at the ballot at the ballot box. Take it during your early voting and get in the system to make sure your signature is counted, your signature is verified, and your your vote is cast and is counted as cast, and to make sure that nobody else voted in, in your place because there are ghost voters out there. We believe, and if somebody says it, hey, sorry, you already voted. Well, wait a minute, call your county sheriff and, and demand to open up an investigation because that's possible uh, identity theft. Uh, uh, Senator Borelli, thank you very much. The impassioned fight.
for a paper ballot uh, one day, uh, game day voting, and uh, and also uh, hand counted. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Sir, thank you. Prove your net. Hire a vet. Thank you, brother. Caroline Wren, you see the fight before us, right? You got the state parties that are broke. The local parties are broke. The donors are cut it off. You got uh, where you know people are at each other's throats. Do you ballot harvest? Do you go to the paper ballots? Uh, your thoughts? Yeah, it's 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 difficult, but I, I think we need a um, all of the above approach to it, right? We need to focus on election integrity. We need to focus on registering voters. We need to focus on turning them out. And if that means showing up on election day, great. If you want to be voting early. Great. If you want to vote by mail, you know, Republicans used to have confidence in that system. I understand why people don't. But there are people who are you know, older and who like that as an option. We just we need all of the above approach right now to get this done. And the, the most important thing right now, I would say, is voter registration. Now is the time to be increasing the voter registration that can be done through C3s or C4s or super PACs or anything else. But there's a lot of priorities that need to be funded right now. And I'm, I'm hearing a lot from donors that they're a little bit lost as to what they should be focusing on. Well, how can they be lost? I mean, they know the building blocks we have to do. First off, we have to clean up the voter rolls. We have to deregister the dead and the non-citizens, the people that don't live there anymore, right? So make sure that's only right. legitimate balance. So we got we got to, we got to deregister uh, the not the the non uh, r- real voters, so they just can't do the same scam they did before. Plus, register. But how can the donors be lost? It's this is not astrophysics, is it? Well, is it, I mean, you can't donate to clean up the voter rolls right now. The the problem we have is Nevada, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Arizona, Wisconsin, Georgia. Those are the only six states, as far as 2024 is concerned, that matter. And it's also overlapping with several Senate races. Now, in all those states, with the exception of Georgia, we have a Democrat governor, Democrat legislatures. In Arizona, you have a Republican legislature, but the governor won't sign any legislation you pass. You have Democrat AGs and Democrat secretaries of state. So, you know, a donor or a grassroots activist can't just, like, lean up the voter rolls. Like, this is done through the people that we elect to these offices. And so this is why we we have an issue. And until we can get Republicans into office, it is one thing to say, okay, we want, you know, we're going to go to all paper ballots and clean up our voter rolls, but you can't do that. Like you, that is through the secretary of state's office. And so, you know, we, you can't do that in Arizona, Pennsylvania, in these states. And so until then, we have to play the game the Democrats are playing and we need to, you know, register and turn out an overwhelming amount of people to try to, uh, just bombard the system because I don't, there's not another answer there. And so from a funding priorities, it's not like we're, you can't just go fund some like James Bond operations to go clean up voter rolls. Like we have to look towards other ways and actually do things that are constructive. Uh, talk to me about these. Uh, you've had the precinct strategy take over a number of these parties. Have the donors cut them off? I mean, why do we have problems? Particularly, I think there's huge highlights and problems in, uh, in Michigan. And uh, and I believe Arizona to start off with, but there's problems in Minnesota and a couple of more where the, where the grassroots has actually gotten active. The business community right. and, the, and the and the elite donors have said we're not interested. Yeah, and I think some there are some donors I'm finding are very interested, but they are they don't really know where to give. And where the Democrats were very smart is that, uh, I'd like to walk through for a second here, the different ways that you can fund. So there are nonprofits, 501c3s are tax deductible. 
And then you have 501c4s, which are not tax deductible, but they can accept unlimited money and it's not disclosed and it can be used for political activity. And then you have super PACs, which are called 527s. They can take unlimited money, it is disclosed, and they can actually spend on elections. So what that means in reality is a 501c3 can actually do voter registration. So like Planned Parenthood is a 501c3, for example. Turning Point USA on the other side is a 501c3 that's doing great work among Republicans. And so then you have 501c4s, which they can actually say, you know, call um, Matt Gates and tell him he's doing great work. They cannot say to vote for someone on that day. A super PAC can say, vote for Matt Gates on X day. So those are the three entities that, that we see. And Republicans are doing a lot through super PACs while the Democrats have been utilizing C3s and C4s. And why that's so interesting is that most Republican donors are not aware that you can actually do things like voter registration through 501C3s. That's how you can do voter registration drives in your churches. And so we need to be presenting them with organizations that are that are doing that and c3s there's a and c4s are kind of a tough barrier to start if you start a c3 it takes about a year to even become irs um, compliant and so it's harder for these grassroots groups to just pop up an organization like that and so there are some groups i think that are doing things very well you know for carrie she has save arizona fund which is a 501c4 which has been doing a lot of the legal work in the state of arizona and we've also just switched to a voter registration model as well where we're going to be focusing heavily on that and then turning point usa has a c3 and a C4. They're doing incredible work on this. And so I would look at those things. And you have party committees. Party committees are state by state, different laws. Some can take corporate money. Some can take only personal. Some can take unlimited. Depends by the state. But the states I would encourage people to look at to give to are the Georgia GOP. They just got a new chair, Josh McCoon, who's incredible. The Wisconsin GOP, their new chair, Brian Schimming, is another great MAGA patriot that just got elected. The Nevada GOP is run by Michael McDonald, who is just an absolute rock star, like biggest Trump supporter you will find. Arizona GOP, thank God you have the safe hands of Tyler Boyer, the national committeeman there. So I I really trust him. Michigan GOP, Christina Karama is incredible, and she's just come in. Pennsylvania GOP, I, that's one I've heard from some of the grassroots that they're a little upset with them. I'm actually going to Pennsylvania on Tuesday to figure out what is the best place to do it. Is it the party? Do we need to set up a structure outside of it? And so we, we're working on all these things. Um, and so I would encourage, if anyone wants to kind of talk through funding priorities, what they should be doing, um, they can email me. It would be C-W-R-E-N. 5024 at protonmail.com. And I'm going to start putting together sort of a newsletter to highlight these different things. Um, and then the last thing is the Trump campaign. I'm getting a lot of people are just not wanting to give online and through WinRed, which I understand, but it, it's scary to me that we don't have an online platform that people can be giving to. But I'm also one of the ones who led the charge against the frustration of WinRed, of which has never been corrected. And so to give by, by check, there are three entities for Trump. There's something called the... Um, Donald J. Trump for president and Save America Leadership Pack. It's called a, it's a JFC. They're together. And so it's the Trump Save America JFC. That can accept up to $11,600 per person or $23,200 per couple. And a, a campaign like that can only accept personal money, no corporate. If you want to give by check, you would send that check made out to Trump Save America JFC. It will be mailed to P.O. Box 13570. Arlington, Virginia, 22219.
And then there's also a corresponding super PAC, which is called the MAGA Inc. That can accept unlimited donations, personal or corporate, and it is disclosed. And then they announced this week that Trump has started a legal fund as well. And this is a legal fund that actually is not covering President Trump's legal bills. It's covering the legal bills of all the, you know, the, the staff and all these others who are being attacked by the DOJ. And that's called the Patriot Legal Defense Fund. And that is also an entity that's not disclosed and can take unlimited money. So I know that's a lot for people to download, but I'm getting a lot of questions about this. So I wanted to walk through what all of that looks like. And I'm certainly happy to help people as they start to look at all of this. You had warned about this. Is the RNC broke? Yes. And I, they're, they, I think I have about $10 million cash on hand, which is not going to get it done. And, and the way that it works is the RNC raised a lot of this money and then they transfer it down to the state parties. And as I was doing the RNC battle, uh, when I was working with Harmeed and Mike Lindell to try and uh, take out Ronna McDaniel, what I learned from a lot of these state party chairs is that they just have to sit around and, and basically wait for this transfer from the RNC and they never know how much money it's going to be and, and that you have to kind of keep in Ronna's good graces to be able to get it. And so that to me, I'm like, what a flawed system. Like why can't, people should just be giving straight into these party committees that matter versus having to go through the RNC and wait for this trickle-down system. And this is why right now you're seeing these new party chairs, all those states that I just laid out, those are like great MAGA patriot chairs that have just been elected in the last year, with the exception of Michael McDonnell, who's been there for forever, but again, is a rock star. But they need help. And so I, I just think that it's smarter just to give the checks directly into your these party clubs versus having to go through the national committee. Uh how do they get how do folks get to you email social media all yeah. of it website to go to carry where, where do people go because there's an intense interest in all of this right now right my social media is at caroline wren and then if you want to email me and set up a call or have specific questions or just want to know you know what you should be giving to you can do c w r e n five zero two four at protonmail.com Caroline, thanks for doing this. And uh, like I said, I should follow you on social media. It's not quite as you don't come in as quite as hot as Carrie, but it's always interesting and informative. Uh, she's the best. She's the best. Thank you so much, uh, Caroline Wren. Um, this whole Thank thing you. of how you structure. We've got a long, tough fight ahead of us. I've told you that. We've got a long, a tough fight ahead of us. Make sure that you're not financially crippled for this fight. I want to make sure everybody goes to HomeTitleLock.com. Just check it out. Make sure that a cyber criminal can't take your, uh, your title and take, get one of these hard money lenders to take out a second mortgage on your home, a couple hundred thousand bucks at what? I don't know, 10 12% interest rate. You've got to pay that back plus the principal. You think that put a dent in your plan? No doubt. HomeTitleLock.com. Go check it out today. Short commercial break. We're going to talk finance, capital markets, geopolitics, and where your money is going, particularly in Ukraine. We're going to talk about Ukraine in a moment. Ben Harmon is going to join us tomorrow. Back in a moment. Why are so many people buying emergency food right now? As tensions continue to escalate, our fragile food supply chain will break again. One shocking headline spreads panic like wildfire and grocery stores are empty within hours. That means you really need a proper supply of emergency food on hand before, not after, before disaster strikes. You'll breathe easier 
knowing you can feed your family in any crisis. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com for your one-week emergency food supply. That's MyPatriot.com for your one-week emergency food supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest preparedness company with millions of happy, worry-free customers. It comes in a nifty ammo can that's loaded with delicious food. There's no skimping with these meals, offering over 2,000 calories per day. Don't skip the special $30 savings available this week only on the one-week emergency food supply. This week only, 30 bucks off. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Action, action, action. Use your agency. Take advantage of this special. Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, Hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up. End quote. Now that's the Field of Greens Better Health Promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy... If you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room, but they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon, and get the better health promise. Right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. You know the feeling. The economy isn't stable. Crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge do not seem to care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself. And that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm at any time in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you will save a ton of money on practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. iTarget comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon. When you go to itargetpro.com right now, don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with itargetpro. That's the letter itargetpro.com. itargetpro.com, and the offer code is Bannon. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Um, 
the month of August, people used to say, well, that's the month that people take vacations. And, of course, we're trying to get as much uh, outdoor activity as we possibly get here in the war room. We're going to be up every day in August. So, so much is going on. A couple things in, um, you know, this Fitch downgrade is deeply disturbing. And don't let anybody in the media spin it any other way. This is not about the debt ceiling fight. This is about the debt ceiling fight that the compromise of McCarthy and with uh, Biden, uh, the um, analyst over at Fitch realizes that that's leading us to the road to perdition. It's not the fight itself. It's the fact that um, they don't, and, and these fights, they don't take the outcome that'll start, at least begin the process for putting the country's finances uh, on stable footing. We're, we're heading over the cliff with the pedal down. There's just no doubt about it. And Fitch knows that. There's already been ramifications, right? There's going to be more ramifications coming to your credit card, your mortgages, all of it. We're going to be covering intensely the road to Durban and also at the same time, the Jackson Hole a Summit of the Central Bankers. You're going to have two things going at the same time. In Jackson Hole, the swells and your betters, the guys that control the printing presses, the central banks are going to be sitting there, you know, giving you more happy talk. While in Durban, South Africa, the folks of the emerging world that particularly have resources are co- trying to come up with an alternative to Jackson Hole or to Bretton Woods, which was the massive monetary conference after the war that set up the post-war economic system and the dollar at the center of that as the prime reserve currency. Uh, want to make sure you go to birchgold.com slash Ben get the pricey. We've done a couple of page pricey on that to get you ready for Durban. We're also working on a part four to the end of the dollar empire. You can download it all and get it all for free. And also you can talk to one of the uh, Birch consultants. One of the issues with uh, Fitch was out of control uh, defense spending. The defense bill is a trillion dollars because it's $848 billion, but that doesn't include the intelligence community. It doesn't include DHS, the energy department, which is just the nuclear weapons and weapons labs. When you add it all up, it's over a trillion dollars. And, of course, you're spending that money this week in Niger, where the, uh, the administrative state's trying to get involved in another firefight over there and send American troops. I want to bring in Ben Harnwell, because one of the central parts of getting it back in the capital markets crisis we've got is to understand the spending. And one way to understand the spending is the out-of-control defense spending. One of the ways to understand that is what's happening in Ukraine. Ben, I, I just got to, and you did the other day, but I just want to go back and, and hit the rewind button on where we stand with the spring offensive and the metastasizing war and all that now. And now they want, you know, start an American draft. You, you had an article, but I want to make sure people appreciate this. We've talked about they've they've talked about the spring offensive. They talked about it. You know, Zelensky's gone around and, 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 and bothered people for this equipment. Uh, they have put it all in. They're not grateful for it. And we said before. One of the reasons we're um, honoring the Battle of Normandy is the Battle of Normandy was just not D-Day. That was day one. The battle went on all the way to the early part of August. And one of the reasons it went on, it was so bloody and so awful for the British, for Montgomery's British Army and and the American Army under Omar Bradley and Patton was that, uh, particularly the American Army, the the folks just weren't trained enough. They were trained as much as they could for D-Day, but once they got into the French countryside the combined arms operation of artillery and armor and infantry 
combined with close air support is enormously complicated. American troops couldn't even be that well trained to go up against the Wehrmacht. And here we tried to take Ukrainian civilians. They really didn't have much of a standing army. A lot of that already got chewed up. And Ben, we tried to do it in no time, just just pure optics. And of course, they're getting slaughtered over there. The New York Times is reporting. You mentioned it the other day. I just want to drill down a little bit more on it. They're sitting there going, hey, thanks for the combined arms training. It's not working. We're getting killed. We're going to go back to our old methods. What does that tell us, Ben Harnwell? Well, exactly as you're saying, it tells us that it doesn't working. And worse than that, that Ukraine is starting to panic now, as it were, to break formation in its own panic. Um, Credit to the New York Times. Now, if you go to my uh, to my Getty feed, the most recent thing I posted was this this article and also the CNBC thing that we did uh, that we spoke out, spoke about um, two days ago. And I suggested that these articles aren't an accident; they are uh, an outer visible manifestation of of a hidden inner reality. And that inner hidden reality is the fact that the uh, the U.S. administration are not only, in fact. It's the NATO, all of the NATO allies pivoted formally um, at, a, at around uh, the, the Vilnius the annual conference um, and are starting to withdraw from uh, their full on support of, of President Zelensky. But crucially, especially the, the leadership that is necessary here, because th- this war really has been maintained from the United States um, from, the, from the first moment. The United States needs to, to it can't just abandon um, a country in this situation when that country itself, morally, when that country itself, sort of 17 months ago, wanted to pull out of the war. Uh, it, was, it was the US and, and Boris Johnson that said, look, stay in and we'll give you everything you need. If the US is going to pull out now, it needs to do it in a certain way. That is to say, uh, give, giving Ukraine and Russia the, 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 the support, the moral support, both countries need because there will be a, a face saving dynamic on, on both sides which is important it's probably, probably is when the most important consideration the us needs to take this leadership role encouraging other third party countries that will probably have more credibility with both countries together and and guide those countries towards peace what we have now and this is something that you you were you were pointing out for months for six months is is is, is the is the more sadly more tragic outcome um, call, recalling uh, President Diem of um, of uh, South uh, Vietnam, who was just abandoned um, by the. Well, he he, he was at, he. At, I mean, it wasn't just a case of, of being abandoned. I, the, the CIA almost literally threw through the guy un, under the bush, um, under the bus. So, so the article. Hang, hang on, Ben, 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 slow in for a second. I, I just want to make sure, and you've covered this as well as anybody. Is so help me think about it. Are they tired of, are the heads of states over there in, 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 particularly in France and England and maybe Germany, are they affronted and tired of Zelensky and just his attitude and the arrogance and even the United States in that? Or is it deeper and they understand that this thing uh, is just not going to be won militarily? You're just going to kill, you're just going to suck up more resources, more of their defense. More Ukrainians are going to get killed, more destruction. So is it just personality driven and they're tired of this guy or is it deeper and they realize, hey, as big a, a, a pain that Zelensky is, we've got a deeper problem here and we ought to try to get to the negotiating table and figure out the best deal we can get? 
it's not either or, Steve. It, it, it's both. I think both um, are, are, are important dynamics in this. In fact, whilst I'm on air, I will find a, an article that refers specifically to, to this. Um, and it mentions that the European capitals um, have uh, a fear, a justifiable fear, I think is the expression, that America is going to pull out now and, and leave Zelensky to his own devices. Um, that, that it doesn't have, uh, because of the changing political winds in the United States, that, that America doesn't have the stomach to remain in. Um, you mean that, that you're, course, you mean that you're, that you're reporting, you're reporting here in War Room and what, and what Pasovic and I add to it is having an impact now among MAGA and Republican voters. Is that what you're saying, that Ben Harnwell is actually having an impact? <laughs> It, it, it is absolutely having an impact. It is probably the most important factor um, in this calculation because, of course, were it not for MAGA, were it not for the champion that that, that MAGA ha, ha, is in the process of choosing to represent it um, in, in November 2024, this war literally would go on for, for 10 years. I mean, President Zelensky gave an interview um, a couple of days ago when he actually said that this is going to be a war of attrition now. It's going to be both sides wearing themselves out and he said, you know, we, we have what it takes to stay in this fight. He didn't think President Putin would still be alive at the end of this 10 years to see it through. Um, I mentioned this, Steve, in my, in my last hit. This is, this is, delu- this is sadly delusional um, on behalf of, of, of President Zelensky because absolutely this war is not going to be going on for 10 years. And if that is his calculation, um, he's going to ignore every window of opportunity to, to, to try and get the best deal for himself and for Ukraine at the negotiating table because he's going to find himself in, if he's still alive, he's going to find himself in a position of, of zero leverage uh, when, it, when it comes to, to, to the negotiating table and, and trying to, to, to sit there and discuss and dialogue for, for a lasting peace. Since he, so, but to, get, to get the best deal, hang on, to get the best deal... Since the spring offensive's not getting um, traction, he's now opening up Moscow as a front, and he's hammering Moscow with drones and other things. And, and the Russians are hitting back uh, in Odessa, taking out the grain infrastructure. Is 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 to get the best deal at the table? You got to take territory. You got to threaten Crimea. If you believe, as I do, that they may be off the table because hey, they've already ch- once the New York Times announces they're chucking the American military training of combined arms, then they got no shot, right? So is it only an escalation of going after Moscow? Is that what he believes now he's got to do to get any kind of leverage to get to the negotiating table and trying to cut some deal that not only saves face, but gets something out of this entire uh, fiasco for the Ukrainian people? I think it's clear, Steve, that... uh that the idea that President Zelensky is going to be able to achieve anything like his earlier ambitions with regards to this counteroffensive, that, that that is simply not not participating in reality. Um, the, if I in Memphis, I could call up the article um, 2B, uh, which is the Guardian piece here. This just is this is the Guardian, right? Um, this is an article that, that that goes through, and I, I do want to come back and hit the, the New York Times one because that's also very good. But here, seeing as Steve, you asked about this counteroffensive, here are just some select quotes, and then I'm going to answer your question on the back of this. It says here the opening lines of this article: the first casualty of the Ukrainian counteroffensive was wishful thinking. There's a, there's a line further on um, down here in the context of it, saying most uh, military experts argue it's far too early to declare it a failure. But there is this, this, 
this takeaway that there is no question that the counter-offensive has not lived up to general expectations in Western capitals and is way behind the more optimistic schedules. You know, just read through this article, and it, 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 this is the left-wing press. This is like the UK's equivalent to the New York Times. It is just an analysis how the counter-offensive has failed. So the idea that at the negotiating table, Zelensky can sit there and, and say, well, look, you know, you know, we might take Crimea, we, we might leave it, we might leave it with Russia, let, 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 let's sit and talk. Um, this, is, this is ever more ridiculous because there, there is no counter-offensive that is, that is viable, at least at the present stage, um, without NATO entering explicitly. There is no, there is no path to these things to, for, for Zelensky. Um, so his negotiation at this point is largely based on the threat of NATO coming in and, well, the bluff of NATO um, coming in and, and, and trying to, to, to engineer something on the back of that. But the more time uh, passes, the more this is ex- exposed as, as a bluff and the, the, the less and less he's, he's going to get. Wow. And when and, and when the Guardian's reporting that, it's pretty it's pretty startling. C- continue on, Ben. Well, you, you know, it, 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 it's not just that the, the Guardian, there, there is this article that, that we flagged up um, Couple of days ago on the war. This is the, this is I think uh, this is the article. I think it's two um, A off memory um, or two B. Ukrainian troops trained by the West stumble in battle, and it is exactly as you were suggesting, Steve, an exposition of how you can't win a war against a, a, a drilled operation like Russia with troops that have been drafted in, and we're going to come the draft um, just in a few moments but have been drafted in to, uh, and given four to six weeks training they are woefully underprepared military and psychologically for this and that's one of the reasons the counter uh, offensive is, is failing um, again let, let me just pick out pick out this quote here uh, it raises questions about the quality of the training the ukrainians receive from the west and about whether tens of billions of dollars worth of weapons, and you were alluding that, Steve, um, earlier in, in your introduction, including nearly $44 billion worth from the Biden administration, have been successful in transforming the Ukrainian military into a NATO standard fighting force. And of course, it raises questions, but the, but, but the answers to those questions are clearly no. Um, Ukraine is nowhere near. That is why, and here's uh, to come back to the point you raised in your question, between the the drone attacks in Moscow and Russia's uh, attacks on Odessa and the grain silos, these aren't, you put these both things in in the weighing scales, they're not uh, equivalent to one another. The drone attacks in in Moscow are really, I think, for domestic audience, I mean, let alone America, for, for the domestic Ukrainian uh, propaganda say, look, we can strike in, in into in, into Moscow. These are doing in real terms. He's doing absolutely nothing thus far. Thus far, uh, no deaths reported from the Russian side. Um, damage, structural damage, but it is nothing like what the what, what the Russian is, uh, what, what what Russia is, is unleashing against Ukraine. They're not they're not equivalent. Um, and I, ha- I certainly hope for, for President Zelensky's sake, he's not thinking about negotiating um, with President Putin and the idea that these things are, are somehow symmetrical to one another. They're not. 
Uh, ben, we're going to bounce. I'm going to hold the other stuff. Maybe we get you on tomorrow. If not, we'll do it Monday. Um, I do want to say that you have been right from this from the very beginning, and some of your analysis and 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 you know that beady-eyed cynicism that you bring uh, to everything uh, has done, I think, as much as anybody, you, Pasopic, and a handful of others, have countered this massive, massive media operation and really misinformation operation to really put before the American people what's actually going on in Ukraine. And remember, I think Ben, myself, and Basova would say, the first we want to do is for the Ukrainian people. Mer- Professor Mersheim is right. This is a tr- they've been fed into the charnel house of false lies, misrepresentations, in the liberal progressive media in our country, MSNBC, CNN, and all those analysts on there that lied to you from the beginning. You're now seeing the reality of this, and it's brutal. It's quite brutal. And that New York Times article that said for all the money that went in and all the supplementals we gave and all the all the optics of the planes and all the optics of the of the tanks and the Bradleys and everything had to go in the in the, in the training. When they got in the battlefield, they got eviscerated. These kids got mauled. And what happened? They said they go, we're not we can't do this. We're not trained to do this. We have to go back to the way we know how to fight And the way they know how to fight is just not going to dig out. The Russians, the way the Russians have dug in for years in eastern Ukraine and Crimea. Ben, what's your social media? We're going to get you back on to finish all this. You've done an amazing job. And quite frankly, when they talk about that the West has now woken up to this, uh, your reporting and analysis from Rome has been just at the tip of the spear in this. Where do people get you? Thanks so much, Steve. Uh, it's get it's my social media platform of choice. Simply tap in there, my Harnwell, uh, my surname, Harnwell, that's at the bottom of the screen. That's how you spell it, at Harnwell. On okay. Getter, um, and uh, for the newsletters via warroom.org, just register your email on, 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 our, on our site. Okay, Ben, hopefully I'll talk to you after the show. Maybe, maybe we'll get your beady-eyed look on the show tomorrow. we got uh, Dave uh, Bratt and uh, Dave Walsh. Maybe we'll try to get Ben to talk more about Ukraine. Thank you very much. Thank We're going to leave you now with the old Crow's cover of This Train is Bound for Glory. Just a classic. We're going to be back at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. The show tomorrow, let me say this. We're going to try to make it as good as last Saturday's show. How about that? We'll see you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. live in the world. This train. Triple dealing Wall Street ramblers. This train. Well, if you catch them with their hands in deep, cast them out and then repeat. This train. Down for glory, this train. This train don't care no lies.
veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% and do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 